0: Hey, Flippers and bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips that make them that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. If you want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it. You email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at Flips and Bumps. And most importantly, just listen. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And that includes YouTube. For all of you visually stimulated individuals, the VSIs. I just came up with that one. Huh? Anyway, head on over to YouTube.com at Flips and Podcast. Subscribe to our channel and turn on the notifications if you like doing that. And if not, just live your life. I, I got to stop saying live your life. That's uh, anyway. It's two of us on this podcast. We like to call ourselves the Thrift Seekers. And we're back, baby. We are back together. That's why the energy is like this. That's why the room is hot. I'm the host of this show. My name is Sasha. And I'm joined by my dear friend, the video game whisperer, the whole flipping show. And he's got a new pair of shoes. It's Pee Wee. <laughs> okay. First, I don't know how you learned
1: that. I I literally was given a pair of shoes that I had lost about two months ago and was re given back to me yesterday. That's um, called an Uncle Louie moment, my uh, friend. Yeah, that that's very close. Um, I I do, doing this intro. I got to say, I'm very thankful for you. The we are we usually talk, we riff between each other and get caught up for, on the week uh, before we fire up these microphones um, and go live and today's conversation specifically is pretty somber not not the most lively conversation you never fail during your intro to say something ridiculous or something that puts a smile on my face and puts me in the mood to do this show so i, I just know that i do very much appreciate what you do in the first 45 seconds of this show every week
0: hey i'm the best in the 45 second spurts <laughs> uh, the only skill i've found out that i have in life is to make people laugh occasionally like very oca- occasionally like <laughs> in 45 second spurts not a consistent 45 though I'll tell you that much no, how was... you doing Wee? how you uh
1: living life these days yeah good I've been busy missed I've been... You. yeah I missed you too I've been I've been traveling it's been a very February was a very hectic schedule it's not slowing down in March um I did listen to last week's episode very impressed with what you guys put together thank you golf very very much for filling in filling my shoes um I thought it was a great episode last week
0: yeah, Goff's killing it. I I was so impressed that he went to this auction thing oh, that he I went got to that we talked about. I got
1: thoughts I'm going to bring up in a bit about it, but the awesome. Yeah, the I got thoughts and I've got web pages open regarding this exact auction that he was going to. Uh-oh. Um the uh, <laughs> Goff may either have some company or some competition. It's I I am I am interested. And my my uh, my interest is piqued.
0: It is funny because uh, me and him were talking and he was like you know he wasn't going to not tell me that he was going to the auction, but he was like, "Is he going to go? Are we going to be bidding on the same thing? You know like yeah, that. No, that, that was interesting. that know. was
1: probably one of the most interesting parts that the brought up in your conversations last week, not only just being fearful of the competition by you in the, if, if you were to go to the same auction, but also just in the, the awkwardness that he would feel if you guys are in the same thrift store.
0: Yeah, the thrift store thing's different because he's a he's a peeper. That's what he is. Like <laughs> I found out what peeper means while you were gone. Okay, it's what Goff does at the uh, at the thrift stores. I'll be you know looking at crew necks uh, sweatshirts over here, uh-huh. and then just like he comes up from behind and like gently touches my shoulder or whatever. That's Peepin. a peeper. He's peeping. Peeper. I
1: see. I see. Okay.
0: No, he's the best. And uh, and thank you, Goff. I truly appreciate it. And I have a feeling you might have a, an opportunity to come back on the show here in a couple <laughs> sounds of sounds that so. way in a couple of weeks <laughs> go off
1: keep your schedule open
0: all right well let's start this show yeah. i am on the clock and what that means is that i get to talk about whatever i feel like talking about here in the flipping world whether it's uh, emails questions for peewee whatever it is and then Wee will has, have his opportunity to do the same thing. I'm going to start things off. I got an email here from eBay. I'm sure you did too. It says, our eBay marketing program terms are being updated.
1: Oh, yeah. That is one of the emails that I got from eBay and
0: ignored. Uh, yeah, I don't ignore them. I've, I've ignored them forever until we did this podcast. That's and nice then of you. Like, I appreciate oh, yeah, that. I think our listeners this. appreciate
1: that, uh, but that's not something <laughs> I'm going to be doing. I do... Uh, there's
0: one interesting thing on it. So there's, I'm just gonna read the part here that says what's changing because that's really the only thing that matters. Okay. They they say here, as we continue working to help make your ads more engaging and helpful for buyers, we will be expanding our definition of a click for standard and advanced ads to include interactions with new features and functionality of your ads. In addition to when a buyer clicks through uh, through to your listing page. We will now include when a buyer clicks on the heart icon to add an item to their watch list from a promoted listing. So basically they're saying a promoted listing doesn't just mean them clicking on a listing okay. that you have said is promoted. They're saying if somebody saves it with the heart then that will and then purchases your item, that will also be considered as a promoted listing. I think that's fair. What do you think? hold
1: on you're saying so if... i was doing something in the background here and now i've got so many questions on what that last sentence that you just said so are you saying that if they heart something like they favorite it yeah whether it's promoted or not they're going to charge you like it's a promoted listing
0: uh the way i see it is if they click on it like like on your item uh-huh because it was promoted and then they don't buy it right there but they heart it okay and then, like, later on down the road, they purchase it.
1: Oh, but, okay, yes, but it is a promoted item. Dude, I don't care what yeah. they do. I, I, don't, I, I If it's a promoted item, I don't care if they click through via the promotion or just find it organically. If I promoted it, take your fee.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm fine with it. I don't care when they buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Just, they're
0: just trying to, like, change a little bit what click means. Okay, uh, it, that's fair. To put it into their favor. Which I'm surprised just, it's not that way already. This is what we talk about all the time, where they
1: can just make rules, and then we have to go with them. And Of course. This is, yeah, this is what absolutely. it is. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's the same as like a business who has the right to refuse service to anybody, or they just it, make their own rules. Whatever their rule is, they don't have to. There's no rule. There's no law that makes eBay have to abide by. I mean, there are laws that eBay has to abide by, but when it comes to like buying and selling for the most part, they can make the rules. And if you don't want to abide by the rules, well, go find somewhere else to sell or buy this,
0: this next one is pretty interesting it says we will be expanding what we qualify and report as an attributed sale for promoted listings standard to include when a buyer clicks on one of your standard ads and then purchase any of your promoted listing standard items within 30
1: days but still it's a promoted item still is don't care Take your okay. money. Take your money. I don't. I don't care. It's. I don't need to know the details as to how it got sold. I just need to know that that stupid NASCAR jacket got sold.
0: It's just interesting that like, if. Uh, yeah, you know what? I guess I kind of agree with you because they wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't promoted in the first place. Right. Or, exactly. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It should be like. Th- it should have been like yeah. this
1: from the beginning.
0: Uh, in anticipation of upcoming product launches we 've clarified that certain account optimization features may be managed through your account settings, and they put for example dynamic bidding now i don 't know what that means, but me and you have gone through something <laughs> called dynamic booking back That's in the day true. uh so i'm i 'm going to avoid that dynamic uh bidding. please stay tuned for announcements on when these will be available to you yeah, I just think it 's interesting that they 're kind of like stretching it out a little bit but you 're probably right it 's kind of weird that they didn 't do that right originally so it
1: seems like they just came up with the technology on how to track that.
0: <laughs> uh and next up I have a couple just interesting stories that have happened to me in the past ten days. So uh we live in Illinois and I purchased a book. That's so weird, right? Like I've never read a book <laughs> in my life. Okay. But also I've purchased a book from Missouri. Now Missouri I'm shocked they have books there. Just kidding, Missouri. Just Jeez. kidding, guys. We're having a good time. Uh, Missouri touches Illinois. You know, we are in a sweet embrace with Missouri, and uh, and my, so I ordered this book from from Missouri, and they they sent it to me. Beautiful. It took a day for them to start sending it, and I started tracking it, and I said, "Oh, great!" It came to the to the city that's next to the city where I live in. It got here. Okay. And there's a big you know, post office hub here. And I was like, oh, awesome. It's here. I'll probably get it today or tomorrow. That's excellent. Then the next day, I checked to see if it was out for delivery. And it happened to be in uh, New Jersey. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and then five days later, I got the book. Wow. Media mail? It was media mail. Okay. And so that kind of makes sense. Yep. Uh, media mail is treated like the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what yesterday's trash. Yeah. 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 It's it's uh, as far as I understand it, it goes, you know, if there's an airplane that's taking USPS mail, they make sure the priority gets on there because that's what the word priority means. First class is pretty much the same as priority, except if there's no room, if there's way too much priority mail, first class may have to wait a day. Uh, but more than likely, it's on the same play right. uh, plane. And then media mail is, uh, you know, you take it out of the dumpster and you throw it in, <laughs> in whatever. Um, and so I, I just found that interesting that that's what happened to me. But then I had another interesting thing happen because that was me buying a book. Yeah. Then I got a message a couple of days later and someone who I'd sold an item to in Ohio which uh, we're not in a loving embrace with Ohio. <laughs> true. But uh, there's, there's an Indiana in between us, I believe. That's if true. If my geography is correct. And, uh, and so I sold this item, and it went through. It got to Dayton, Ohio. Okay. And then it went to Cincinnati, Ohio, where we're taking you know a tour of all of the Ohio cities. Uh-huh. And then the next city, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Now, this was a first-class item. This was not oh, okay. a private All right. mail, uh, a media mail item. And, uh, and I got the message that said, hey, what's going on here? And I said, I don't work for the post office. I'm sorry. I see that it's in Phoenix. You see that it's in Phoenix. Um, I will contact the post office and see what they say. Uh, but this has happened before. And as long as they can continue tracking it, there's nothing I can really do about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's something and thre- you can do yeah and three days later they did get the thing of course um no positive feedback probably for my attitude but that's okay did you say i
1: don't work for the post office
0: i think i did yeah Yeah, i like to throw in a little like elbow jab yeah i'm with you that's that's fine (laughs) um but yeah it's interesting the shipping uh the the tour that these uh, items are going on when they should be going, you know, not leaving the Midwest in certain. Yeah, areas. that's interesting.
1: The uh, I don't know. It's it is what it is. It's I, I try not yeah, to give the po- yeah. the post office is you know hanging on by a thread as it is. Just, yeah, it'll I'm there, not complaining.
0: Guys. I just thought it was funny, and uh, it's really funny if you look at at where it's going. Yeah, you draw me a goes, map and like the route yeah, it's taken. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Uh, this is something that just happened right before we signed on here um i ordered these like pet hair remover tools uh-huh. it's like an eight dollar tool right and so there's a billion of them from china that are on ebay and so what i do in that situation is i say us only and i will purchase the ones that are the closest to me so like it was oh really th- yeah 300 miles away because i don't want to deal with waiting for something to come from china China,
1: I understand, but why does it matter if somebody lives a town over from you versus California? Uh, it, it
0: doesn't. It's just I want, like, whatever's closest, you know. Start it, searching it, by
1: price and not by closest.
0: You don't know when the person's actually going to ship. No, but for this item, it's like $8 versus $9. It's not a big price difference. It's this okay. crappy little tool, and do- I'm just trying to get it whatever, you know. And so I ordered this one. And it was immediately canceled. And then the listing was taken off. Okay. And I was like, all right. So then I picked another one. And then, uh, okay, everything was good until right before uh, we signed on here. I got a message that says, I hope this message finds you well. Unfortunately, I regret to inform you that we will have to cancel your order. (laughs) After reviewing the estimated delivery time for the item you purchased... We have found that it will not arrive at your location in time for your intended use. How do you know?
1: The amount of research you would have
0: to do to figure that out. That's, yeah. And then that's I took a look at the actual cancer, canceled reason, the cancellation reason. Yeah. And it says issue with buyer's shipping address. Okay. And so now I'm furious. Not not really, but you know what I mean. I'm like, uh, wait, 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 You're wait. curious, yeah. Uh, this is not on my end whatsoever. Uh, and so, you know, I you like You buy to stuff for... off
1: of eBay regularly. Not regularly, but like more yeah, often but... than than never.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I don't know whether I should um, uh, elbow these people a little bit, you know? Get your, your things in order over there. I don't know and, if there's
1: any point in doing that, but...
0: No, but for fun, but for fun. <laughs>
1: If you got the time and you want to do that, feel free.
0: I don't have the time. That's
1: interesting though.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I I'm just trying to get all the pet hair off of the stairs in my house. <laughs>
1: and so I would really What is the tall it. thing that looks like like a steamer?
0: Oh, that's not it. That's not that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's for uh well, let's let's do that next actually. Uh, we have a question here from the old buck from Rancho Cucamonga at twenty four thirty. Oh, I put up
1: the wrong picture. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't have a picture of your dog tools.
0: No, okay. no. You just put <laughs> random crazy. objects up there.
1: These look like pet tools, pet cleaning kits. Yeah, yeah. You steam your pet often? <laughs> that what the, I, okay, go on. Uh, Get to the email. <laughs> so he sends <laughs> this us a is message. Great. He sends us a
0: message on Instagram, as he always does. We are always appreciative. Um, he's thinking about getting a storage unit to house items to help organize his garage, okay. which I feel is probably looking like my garage. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. And so, what at what point should he get one? I'm gonna let you think about that question. At what point should he get, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A storage unit, and I'm gonna tell you, I've been thinking about it the past couple of weeks. Wow. Just as like an easier way to not have my house be cluttered slash have one place to work and not be up and down going up the stairs going down the stairs because i that's what i do i have a couple different spots in my house where i have to work from would you ship out of there too I mean, these are all the questions that have come with it. It's like, will this make shipping easier for me? Or will this make shipping harder it, for dude, me? Dude, it's,
1: it's an investment. It's especially with the shipping part yeah. because then you need electricity. Because then you need a computer and a printer. Um, yeah. The, the electric, Getting electricity in a unit, it, I don't know the prices, but it does definitely hike up the prices substantially to get um, a power Heated, to a unit. Yeah, powered, it, Just yeah. power in general. Just to have an outlet in there is... It, it it it's a game changer. It's it's not a game changer, but it, it it's it brings you up to the next tier of storage units, right? And then you have yeah. to look at location compared to where you're at versus where you want to go. Where the not even the closest storage unit, because maybe the storage unit that's closest isn't a good one, isn't one that you want to put your stuff in. But the the closest one that you are comfortable putting your stuff in and working out of, how close is that to your house? And is that that uh, that trek from your house and to the storage unit and back is that worth it to, uh versus the amount of space it's going to free up and then you get into the price and yeah there's a that's lot of stuff I, that goes into it yeah that's
0: where um that's where i have the difficulty is like i definitely don't make enough money to to do that right now okay. and so for me it's like i i think i need to figure out how to make my space a little bit better oh my space <laughs> uh you, you know like Maybe just in my house, I have to figure things out a little bit differently. Change up the feng shui, if you will. Okay.
1: Where and, else uh, do you... I know you have stuff play. in the garage. Do you have shelves in the garage? I have a shelf
0: literally right behind me. Right, that I know. <laughs> I have... My next room over is shipping, pictures, all that kind of stuff. Pictures? And then I have what do you shelves. mean pictures? I mean taking pictures. Oh, taking pictures. All, okay, all I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's like the room that I do most of my work in. You poor wife, uh, And dude. then... The, the garage I have, you know, shelves stuff. of stuff that is, it's starting to creep a little bit. Okay. you know It's it's not like anything outrageous, but it's gotten me to the point where I'm like, mm, let, let me think about this. Let me see. And then I always get to the price and I go, no, this isn't
1: happening. See, my worry with that would be that you would keep, you'd probably move like the inconvenient stuff or like the stuff that you picture yourself not getting to for a while in the storage unit. And maybe keeping the easier stuff at home. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you would just move everything to the storage unit. But if you're only going to move like. If your plan right now is to move half of it. I just feel like you're never going to get to the stuff in the storage unit. And this isn't just you. I just feel like this would be anybody. If their plan is just to not move their entire business to the actual storage unit. Uh, If you do that and you only move it for inventory sake. Or for some of your inventory sake. I feel like the inventory that you do move is not going to get touched for a very long time. And I, I don't. It depends on your situation, right? Everybody's situation is different. Everybody's living circumstances is different. Um, In general, though, I feel like the stuff that goes into the storage unit would get delayed in listing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and if you take a look at, like, uh, was it Chris from Daily Refinement? Um,
1: Sure. (laughs) I'm going to go with
0: Chris because I I don't remember. I'm sorry about that. Uh, But, like... He's got a nice big warehouse station, you know, set up or had a yeah, nice not big, anymore, but yes, yeah, yeah, w- warehouse set up. But you could tell everything was there. You know what I mean? Yeah, they like, had his, his whole
1: business was there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And that's kind of like. But then you also have to look at the laws, and if you want to get like down to it, you need to look at like your specific state and city's laws as far as operating a business, or even just the storage units policies on operating a business out of the storage unit. Yeah. versus just storing stuff there. The, there's definitely, um, like, I don't want to say literature, but there's definitely stuff you need to read into to figure out if it's viable for you to do that at a storage unit in your location.
0: I'm, I'm interested to see, because you have tons of storage in your home. Uh, I'm interested in what you would do if you had my situation, but your...
1: Honestly, I would reconsider what I was doing. The I, I don't even think I make enough to justify it the yeah. eBay alone I don't make a ton which we went over my numbers at the beginning of this yeah. year I just did my taxes I met with my accountant she really broke it down for me um if I wasn't already going to garage sales looking for video games and I'm already using that time to go out and hunt stuff if I wasn't doing that for video games I wouldn't do it at all I wouldn't do eBay I wouldn't do anything the eBay is just a it's a secondary thing that comes, it's like a symptom of me doing video game conventions.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, in addition to. Uh, uh, yeah, like totally. Yeah. The, yeah.
1: Um, if it wasn't for video games, I would not be doing eBay. It's not worth the time. Yeah. For me. Um,
0: and then also, he added uh, since I'm diving into clothes, he wanted to say, you know, here's three great tools for selling clothes. And I figured we'd just throw them up there. Uh, you, you did it 10 minutes ago but
1: <laughs> oh, that, i left it up here too yeah what so are one of them things? is the
0: steamer obviously you've brought that up before with some of my pictures where you look at the clothes and you go can Can we steam that or no. what's going Dude, on i love it? a good
1: steamer yeah i've become an expert with the steamer in the past like six months and um, then
0: the, the we have the lint roller to take off oh, that one makes, that's anything.
1: the one i identify what's the one in the back the small one
0: the, uh, that's an interesting one that is uh it's like a fabric shaver so Shaber. i think it's i think it's like um what are those things like those razors what do they call them foil razors never heard they, of that that go like close to your skin but not it's not like a blade or whatever that's what it looks like to me so it's like if you have little lint and thing off it just kind of like shaves it off and makes it smoother that's what i oh it's like the
1: top sure. of it like you're not talking about edges you're talking about like like uh, connor watches uh, rug making videos and the last step of making a rug is shaving the rug to make sure that all the fibers are the same length i have so many
0: questions
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah yeah i think so i think it's just kind of a get sense. rid of okay. uh, anything that's kind of sticking out or whatever okay fair um we do have an email here from our buddy chris b aka Kino watch keno hey. forever he says thrift hey thrift seekers are you a fan of the uh new volume pricing i'm not even sure if it's new but i've been trying it out so far no hits but it seems like it could be good yeah volume pricing has been around a long time i've used it on some stuff in the past and i've actually hurt myself with some of it i put like I didn't do the math right, and then I end up having to ship something, and, like, it's not as uh, valuable as it could have been. Yeah, describe just... what is volume pricing. What are we talking about? So you can put up, like, if somebody buys one thing from you, let's say you have 10 items that are exactly the same. If you they buy one from you, it's $30. But if they buy two, you'll give them a 5% discount. If they buy three, you'll give them a 6% discount. Oh, okay. And uh, and so you can set it up that way. But I think I had free shipping on an item, and then, like, eventually, it got to a point where I don't know what happened, but it ended up being priority, and I ended you do up losing have to watch money. That. Well, kind
1: of like the
0: so, like, if they buy the benefit of it is that if somebody orders three, you can ship it in one thing. Of so course, you don't have to ship. Three and either way, so
1: the and here. that's why I justified. So on, on my entire store, if you uh, what is my promotion? Kiwis, I don't know what it is, <laughs> eBaystore.com. What's your store name? Right, that's just a cheap plug for me. Um, let's see. Yep, yeah, uh, 8% By the off. Way, if plenty you, of littlest pet shops still available. We're going to get there. Uh, uh, yeah. the, so I've got a promotion that's just on, it's a flat promotion on every item in my store that says 8% off if you buy two or more uh, with this promo code. And sure, the shipping does. So what happens is I will, let's say somebody. First of all, this rarely happens. The I use it just to encourage people to buy more from my store. Um, but what will happen is I will sell three first-class items, and every first-class item I have on my store is listed as free shipping. And because it's first-class and it's cheap, well, now when I'm putting those three items packed together, when I'm shipping it, it's priority and it's more. But that priority shipping that I'm paying is going to be less than the first-class shipping that I would pay on three items. So you're still saving money. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, you're right yeah i think what i did wrong was like i put way too much of a percentage discount on oh something, sure that's and uh... it was like items that were 12 pounds it was like this thick printing okay. paper or something like that and so it just ended up like somebody from hawaii purchased it and i was like oh god it's... the the part
1: that does get tricky is that the it doesn't for me it's not always going to work like that where i can pack them together i've got big things if somebody buys like a let's say they just buy two big things from me and I've, for me the way that I process my bigger items is for most of them I get they're prepackaged. I have them in the box it's usually a custom box and I'll, I will pack it I will secure you know I'll tape it shut it'll be sealed I will label it and it'll just be on my shelf and then in my notes for that item it'll say uh, pre-box shelf n or whatever it is um, if they bought two pre-boxed items well, now am I going to unwrap everything and ship everything in a giant box? Or I'm probably not going to do that. I'm probably just going to make two shipping labels and ship the items separately, but that's going to cost me even more, and I've given them this 8% discount.
0: Um, Yeah, I think you just duct tape it to the side of the biggest (laughs) box. I like that he also says uh, a follow-up question have you guys ever thought about setting up an instagram shop i'd love your opinion on that pwee that would work for toys and stuff
1: like that but i don't think you have any interest in Uh, zero i have no time Uh, to do that. i I have no time for ebay the last time i listed something on ebay was like three weeks ago (laughs) i I have no time for anything currently i've thought of an instagram shop before because i have your clothes would kill it right
0: I think so. I've purchased stuff from Instagram shops, like wrestling memorabilia stuff. And I've seen a bunch of clothes ones. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I've made purchases from Instagram shops and most of those people on there want you to pay. Um, here's where it gets tricky. Cause they want you to not pay them as a merchant, but like friends and family. And then when you pay friends and family, then there's no protection for you. So that's kind of shady. Sure. Um, so so that is, I don't know. I wouldn't do it just because it is an additional thing that's going to take even more time. And I don't think the sales for me would be big enough to do it. I would consider doing something like setting up um, a Poshmark and a insert whatever else. Uh-huh. As long as um, you could use one of those cross-posting apps. But here's the thing. um a, I don't think cross-posting apps would work if Instagram was one of the options. I don't think that's it. I think it's only to these like merchant-type things, so eBay and okay. Depop and Poshmark and whatever else. Um, I would consider that, especially with clothes, since clothes seem to be bigger on those other um, apps. But I would have to take a lot of time to learn how that stuff works. And, and that's that's time that I just haven't said is worth it for me yet. But as far as an Instagram store, I don't think so. I don't think I would. And I definitely knew PeeWee's answer. <laughs> was the way that it was, so. But thank you for the emails, Chris. We appreciate it. And then we do also have an email from Tony Z, who's emailed us before. Um, he says, hey, folks and bumps. I heard PeeWee describing when LaserDisc was created. PeeWee, don't offend the media people, okay? <laughs> um, he says, I think it was in the 90s, uh, which is inaccurate. Uh, Laserdisc was created in 1978, two years after oh, wow. VHS. Really, and he says, "Love the show. Keep up the good work. Look forward to your podcast every Monday." Thanks again, Tony and Akron, and thank you, Tony. We appreciate the the information. I love it uh, as a media guy. That's uh, information I didn't know. So yeah, that's TV. great.
1: 1978 is crazy. Uh, and that's it for me, Wee, You're on the clock. All right, I've got two Laserdisc follow ups. Um, yeah. The the first one is, have you been to your Goodwill this past week?
0: yeah yeah
1: my tell me if this is the same for yours. my goodwill got rid of their record station, like that oh. square table that holds records
0: no no I was my, shocked, yeah I have two that i go to normally that uh, both of them are still
1: there the this was they replaced it with like two of the regular just shelves that hold all like the smaller items the same they're doing the same thing in my opinion is that when they got rid of like couches and tvs and big furniture just to make room for more shelves so they can how have they can fill it with more items you know what i mean so they just price tags per square foot are just more and you're making more per square foot it makes sense i was just shocked that they they got rid of the record station
0: they denied me uh giving them cassettes i went through some cassettes that i had and i put some up on ebay and then the rest of them that i had i was just going to donate them and they're like no we don't take cassettes anymore and so then i took them to my local thrift store that is not a goodwill yeah and they were like we don't take cassettes and i was like
1: what do i do with all these cassettes (laughs) Uh, and so now i collect cassettes there you go you're in Um, The other one, uh, the other update that I had on laserdiscs was what? Oh, my feedback. Remember this feedback? Oh, yeah. This is what spurred the whole thing. What in the world is this? How am I supposed to even play this? You did not say or show that this item was the size of a large record. LaserDisc, Laserdisc refers to a DVD. I'm extremely upset and disappointed. I can't use this item at all. I don't want this. So this was the feedback, the negative feedback that I received a couple weeks ago when somebody purchased a Raisin in the Sun Laserdisc movie. Apparently they were expecting it to be a DVD. I um, went back and looked at the listing. It's a, the listing clear. It doesn't have a ruler, but it does show the two disc laser disc for this thing. Like there's never a DVD case or anything and it's two discs. Like DVDs are not two discs. Um. Uh, Either way, I first I reached out to the person said, hey, just in case you're unaware, this item is eligible for returns. If you're not interested, blah blah blah. Um, I maybe I even said this. I said, but uh, if you're looking for the return, I just ask that you remove the feedback and we can take care of this. They never responded. They never said anything. So then I reached out to eBay and uh, just you can. There's literally an option at least on the desktop um, under Help and Contact for uh, feedback removal. And I just submitted it there. It was literally gone within probably an hour and a half. It, it was very, very simple. It was a brief explanation as to why I wanted it gone, and uh, my story's back up to 100%. Even though I, I'm sad to see this one go, because I do like this uh, this negative <laughs> feedback.
0: We always have it on the Instagram page.
1: Perfect. Okay. Um, it's not always going to be on the Instagram page, but it'll probably always be on my eBay page. Littlest Pet Shop. Um you asked me a couple weeks ago how it's doing, how uh, sales been ever since I listed. I think I listed over sixty-five different listings for the box of Little's Pet Shop that I had. Um, previously, I would list, make one listing for Little's Pet Shop, put them all in there, and just make it an auction. You guys have at it, and they would sell for vastly under what they were worth. I would sell them for about a dollar or two a piece. This was about a hundred and fifty of them. And so it would have sold for anywhere between $150, $300. I said, nope, let me try something. Let me list them all individually. I first listed them and came up with 65 different listings after I grouped them. And the price originally, if I sold them all, not including shipping, would have been just over $1,700. So big increase from the $300 I was expected to make. Um, but then I decreased all of the listings by, f- I think, 14%, either 12 or 14%, just thinking that I wanted to take about $5 off the higher listings, the ones that were like $25, 20, uh, 28 to $35. Um, so I just picked, you know, randomly 12 to 14% and dropped everything. Uh, that was a week and a half ago. Since listing all of these from the beginning, I have not sold a single set of these. These are still all sitting in my basement. Now, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I don't mind the listings. Um, it's just, I would have liked to sell a couple of these, you know, soon after I listed them and uh, literally nothing has has sold. I've gotten looks, I've gotten watches, but I haven't sold anything.
0: Yeah, that's rough. I check your store every 45 minutes to see
1: if you've sold anything. It's been slow lately. Like I said, I have not been, I've not been listing as of late and the less you list, the less you sell, um. The what, one thing I have been doing, I can talk on this real quick, is because I don't have items in my drafts to list. Instead, what I've been doing is trying that cell similar where I will, I'm ending 10 a day. First, okay, first step was go to my ended listings, delete all my ended listings. I just make sure that it was clear. And so when that was down to zero, then I went in my active listings, I sorted by quantity. When you sort by quantity, it will, I believe, it, list, it will list your items in the order of which one has been there longest versus all the way down to new, like one that you most recently listed, not by, and it takes the renewals out of it, right? So if I listed something two years ago versus the listed something a month ago, it doesn't matter when the, either one of them renewed. It just goes by when you originally listed them. I believe that's how, yeah. I talked about it on one episode a couple months ago, but the, um, I believe it, it's just like a, I don't want to say it's a glitch, but it's like a workaround in the system um, if you want to see what, it just, I just noticed that when I clicked on quantity, I was checking the quantity on something, and all my old items that I've, I've had, like the oldest items I've had in my store um, were all at the top of this list. Um, so I would just go there. I would sort them by what I think is the, uh, from oldest to newest. I would select the 10 oldest and those listings, and then I would go into my ended listings. I would select all, and then uh, sell similar. So I think that's giving me my quota for the day, as far as you know, trying to list one percent of my store. Um, the problem is I, my store is never growing by doing this. I'm making sales slowly, but then my my inventory count is just slowly depleting as the days go on. Um, so I have to. I definitely have to work on that. I don't know when I'm going to work on that. We're at this point. We're looking at April. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not not thrilled with the, the health of my eBay store currently.
0: Have you had any success selling anything that that you have uh, sold as similar or whatever? Zero. Zero. Nothing.
1: Yeah, nothing. None, no, no old stuff. I don't think. Um, I, Goff
0: told me the same thing. Uh, he, he said that he tried doing the same thing. Actually, he ended them and then just relisted them. And I was like, no, you, you don't relist them. You have to sell as similar. Sell similar. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, not relist. Um, and then he did that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he said, like, he, he can start seeing the numbers and the watchers. Like, people are seeing it again. So yeah, it's, sure, it is getting back in there. I think, like, you can kind of tell that they slow down. They, they, you know what I mean? Like, it gets stagnant, and eventually you're looking I don't, at
1: something. I don't keep eyes on watchers, and I, I only have like a hundred items, so it's easy. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, the only, the last thing I wanted to touch on just briefly was Goff's auction experience. Um, like, I don't know if I'm gonna have time to d- hit it up anytime soon, but he did. After the, the podcast aired, I did reach out to, I think I reached out to both of you and just said, Hey Goff, send me pictures of that toy stuff you had at the auction. I just want to see what was there. Um, hoping that it was all junk, hoping that I would not be interested in going back. Um, it was not all junk. The pictures he sent me were actually, there was some very good stuff in there, some very good lots. Um, I don't know what they went for. Like It didn't even sound like he hung around for uh, for all the auctions. And so I, I don't know what those toy auctions, uh, what they what the lots sold for. Maybe they sold for the retail price. Maybe they sold for higher. Maybe they sold for much lower. I still think it's a viable option for getting inventory just based on his experience. Plus, when he sent me the link to the website for this specific auction house, just because it's local to us, it did show pictures for upcoming auctions. And there were some decent pictures on there of stuff I would be interested in. Uh, I just don't know. It, I feel like this is going to be one of those things where I go check it out one time and I'm like, no, it's not worth coming back for. Um, kind of what Goff said. I, I think that was kind of his uh, experience with it. Um, but yeah, the, but mean, at the like same especially time...
0: Especially with what you're looking for. What, everyone's right. looking for toys and video game stuff. So it's like, that's the e- easier of the stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there's train sets there that are worth money, you know, you got to have a train set guy who's like, uh, into that. You got to be ready
1: for it. The, I mean, the other thing you got to be ready for is just to spend money. It sounded like Goff just wasn't ready to pull out the wallet and throw, or just didn't have a means to, to throw the money down. And and it, it almost sounded, I re-listened to it right before we went live just so I could get caught up and remind myself of what Goff was talking about. I listened to it, you know, a half hour ago. Um, and he was talking about how there was the guy who was bidding on the toys and would just put his hand up and it would just stay up the entire time. And the guy was just mm-hmm. not flinching my opinion is you don't need to be afraid of that guy like you just need to stand up to that guy and just show him okay you're not going to move I'm not going to move and then let's go and obviously stay within your means stay within what your not even your means but stay within your margins and and don't screw yourself on the amount that you're paying but as long as it's within your means and you can't be you can't just give in to those guys and just assume that he's going to win every one because he's standing there with his hand up on on the first auction I, I just think you need to be a little stronger than that but it's, But it also depends on the specific situation and, and like I said, your means. Um,
0: yeah. I, he made it sound like those guys were spending more money. Like, They weren't even guys who were flipping. They were guys who were willing to spend the money to get those. Oh, okay, that was another thing I wanted stuff, to touch yeah. on. He
1: also assumed that like th- these guys were collectors and like they, they they knew the price that they wanted to spend because they were collectors and blah, blah, blah. I never assume the background of anybody that you're dealing with in this. There, there, one there's only n- the race that's it. <laughs> there's, <God> damn, no. <laughs> there's never any that's but, a joke everybody. right a joke. The, but, there, but there's never any good that's going to come from you just assuming that he's a, a collector or a reseller, right it, To me, it doesn't matter. it's all about the numbers, right What number is he bidding at? what's his high bid right now, and what number am I comfortable going to? It has nothing to do with if he's a collector or a reseller, and this isn't just talk to golf. this is just I'm talking at everybody just based on golf's experience. Um, I, I just think that you're intimidating yourself by making up all these stories about what you think is going on and who you think these people are. Don't worry about it. It's all numbers. The entire thing is numbers. Just If you need to, just get laser fo- focus on the lot. Don't even look at who else is bidding and just focus on the auctioneer and he'll tell you if you are the high bid or not. And if not, you want to become the high bid, then go ahead and do it. Um, The only other thing that I had thought wise on his auction experience is that Dick Tracy lot. The, if that lot of Dick Tracy figures sold for $70 or $75, whatever, you, you just saved yourself some money, dude. Dick Tracy figures do not sell. They, they sell, but they're very, very inexpensive. The, it sounded like that lot specifically went for exactly what it was worth, if not way more. Um, so I, I don't think he missed out on that. That is all I have for GST. I think we need to we 40 minutes into this. Let's get moving, jeez.
0: That wasn't GST. This is GST. Oh, baby. that's all so right. Here. Garage sale talk time. All right. All right. Goodwill scores talk. Got some things. This is GST. This is when we and we talk about the things that we found this week. And the reason why we do so is because we like to learn from each other what's worth a uh, dollar and what's worth 20. And then hopefully through our conversations, maybe you guys can learn some stuff, maybe some brands, maybe some uh, random information that you didn't know and take it with you to the garage sales and to the thrift stores. I'll start things off, PeeWee. I'm going to start things off wrestling heavy. How about that? There I, we you go. Know, I saw I these that, pictures
1: and I was interested.
0: I don't know that we've gone too deep into wrestling. Like I think the people know that we have some sort of connection with wrestling, but I don't think we've ever spent some time talking Look, about I th- wrestling. I think yet. that's true. And so I'm going to take the next two hours <laughs> to go through the history of professional wrestling from 1997 <laughs> till about 2000. No, I'm just kidding, but I'm going to start things off here and uh, and give you guys just a, a couple of interesting, I guess, I don't know if it's facts or whatever, but let's see how this goes. Uh, I'm going to start things off with a couple ECW shirts. Now, ECW was a wrestling promotion, Extreme Championship Wrestling, that uh, they were around up, up until 2001. So they've been defunct for 20 years, and people still talk about them like uh, like they're... God's Gift to Professional Wrestling. My favorite of all time. Same, Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were huge ECW fans back in the day. We all had tons of shirts and stuff like that of ECW that we're now just like uh, really looking for those shirts. (laughs) What what did I do with those things? Because there's a lot of them that seem to be worth some money. Uh, This first one is a ECW, just strictly a shirt for their promotion. It said, Join the Revolution on the back. Um, And then it's a... Uh, it's along with I have it with another shirt. It's Balls Mahoney is the name of a wrestler from ECW. Uh, he passed away a couple of years ago at a very young age, uh, and so I guess I'll tell you a couple of things. Pee wee that ECW shirt on the left, single stitch, daddy. Uh, I think it's a shirt from like 97, 96, what? somewhere around there. Did and you it goes say where from- you got
1: these? Did I miss that part?
0: No, no, no. I'm I was gonna. I You're mean, ramping
1: up to it. Okay, keep going. You're good.
0: Uh, no no there's no big story here um my i got these from uh what do i say how, how, you need to tell me the correct term here i'm the the godfather of his children which makes him my god friend i have no idea. I, uh, one of my best friends in life has given me these shirts uh he just he was in town this weekend and he goes hey you want some shirts and i said all right and uh Amazing. and so he these were two of the three shirts that he he gave me so i did not pay for these shirts Um uh, i'm probably going to end up keeping at least the ecw one at least for the time being it's in my size as well okay whereas the other one is an extra large so it's a little bit bigger and i'm like "Uh, okay but anyway the ecw shirt the one on the left is a little bit older it's like 96 97 single stitch goes for about 100 bucks the one on the right balls mahoney a little bit more rare but balls mahoney shirts don't sell which is surprising to me that there isn't like really you know a couple people out there buying them um but there's five balls mahoney shirts listed uh, anywhere from $300 to the ones with him and his old tag team partner, this guy Axel Rotten. Uh, those are like 700 bucks a piece for those shirts. Wow. Now this is people, what they are asking on eBay, but uh, I've seen these shirts on Instagram stores go for 250 to 300. Uh, and it's just interesting. It's It's a company that hasn't been around for 20 years, but if you can familiarize yourself with the name ECW at least... Uh, it might be something that, you know, starts catching your eye. Like I said, it used to be the third bi- biggest company in the country. It's basically got, like, cult-like following. Like, people who know it are, like, they still watch it to this day. So, I mean, it's die to people who are into it. So even if you don't like wrestling, familiarize yourself with ECW if you haven't already because you can make some serious money with that. It's good to um, Uh That Balls Mahoney shirt, it's the only one – uh, if I put it on eBay, it will be the only one that uh, that is on eBay currently. Name all your the other price. Ones are, I like are that. Different. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, next up is a different wrestling company. So now we go to AEW. Now AEW is the current number two wrestling promotion, arguably in the world, definitely in the country. Uh, if you hear anything or say you know see anything that says all elite wrestling or the elite. Uh, or Young Bucks. That's all this this relatively new promotion. They haven't even been around five years at this point. Um, But they are... I mean, they're not competition to the WWE. The WWE is what everybody knows. That's the big one. That's Vince McMahon. That's uh, Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. And the history of wrestling is WWE. This is just an, an alternative to that. But they are on national television and they have a pretty huge following um so i got a couple of these shirts one of them is a kenny omega shirt one one of them is a cody rhodes shirt who actually just left aew to go back to wwe uh boo says this fella but that's a editorial (laughs) but anyway i found these two at goodwill oh really and and shockingly enough 4.99 each because my goodwill they have hiked prices of oh
1: really i thought that was going to be high
0: Hoodies nine ninety nine. I mean, we're talking high prices for this stuff to the point where like you can't make money off of them anymore unless you find something really, you know, nice or if you really know what you're doing, especially with clothing. Um, but yeah, these two shirts they say the elite on top, and those are two different wrestlers, uh, just designs that they made or whatever. These two shirts go for about twenty five bucks a piece, uh, so not bad there. Next up, I have a couple of uh, hoodies. One of them is an AEW zip-up hoodie, and uh, it's got their logo on it, and it's actually with the Chicago flag on it. This is the, the hoodies that they strictly sold when they came here. Okay, like an uh,
1: event-specific.
0: Yeah. Got it. And, and uh, so that one is probably going to take a little while to sell because it's got to be someone who specifically wants a Chicago AEW zip-up hoodie. Uh, but I paid six ninety-nine for it, and uh, I probably paid for it because it's hard for me to – skip over wrestling sure. stuff. Although I did skip over that Ric Flair shirt, but that's haunted me ever since. So, <laughs> uh, And then this other hoodie that I got, it's a Jurassic Park hoodie, but it's green. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I've seen a lot of Jurassic Park black hoodies and stuff like that, and those... You know, you... You, you don't have to pay too much for those. I... I took a chance on this one because it's green okay um, and i looked it up the new you can buy green ones for, for like 50 bucks on ebay it's someone who sells like okay. new clothing that they're printing do you think whatever. this is new or old um i i don't think it's an old old one but i do think it's different enough that people are going to look at it and especially if they don't want to buy the 50 dollar new one i mean i'm hoping to get 30 bucks for this thing shipped or yeah. whatever so Um, I just thought it was cool and, you know, throw it into the pile and see what happens. Uh, And then next up, I have what will be my last wrestling shirt for the day. This is a WWF shirt. Now, we've been saying WWE. If you don't know, it used to be called WWF. There was a lawsuit with the World Wildlife Federation. uh, and WWF, the wrestling company, had to change their name to World Wrestling Entertainment. So if you ever see any clothes with WWF on them, definitely worth taking a look this has the WWF logo at the top it's got the mannequin head uh, this is Al Snow he used to be a wrestler also used to be an ECW before uh, before and after the WWF fair, yeah. um, this shirt itself is probably from around like 01 2000 maybe 99 yeah, I'm not sure it is double stitched uh, but it goes for about 100 bucks uh, on eBay to the perfect Al Snow fan maybe uh, I saw a couple that were a little bit less, but I think they were, they were damaged shirts or something. But anyway, the, the main thing to take out of this one is it says WWF on there. And so you want to take a look if you don't really know what you're looking at and it says WWF, it's worth kind of investing some time into. Sure. That's, that's great advice. Yeah. Then we'll leave the wrestling talk for a different, uh, podcast. Uh, but I have a, man, this one is so confusing. This is a LRG clothing company jacket. Have you heard of this company before? Bui? No. So I've seen it around, but I've never actually like looked it up or anything like that. I bought this jacket cause it's new with tags. It's $7 and it looks cool. And I I've heard that, that company name before, but man, when you try to find LRG clothing company on eBay, good luck. Oh, large. Large yeah, so, clothing right. company. These are not words that, like, uh, you know, pinpoint a certain yeah, direction a or whatever. Okay. So, what do you do? And so, it is impossible to find sold comps and stuff like that for this thing. So, I was able to find two listings uh, one that was on Depop and one was on Poshmark. Uh, the $35 one sold. I think the $20 one is still there, uh, but those are both used. Uh, And and that's interesting, too. You could get it cheaper on... I don't know what's on the left because I can't see. But uh, you could get cheaper for the one that's listed on the left. But the one on the right sold that was more. So is it just who is on which platform liking which thing? Maybe. I don't know what it is. But anyway, this is new with tags. Brand new condition. Love this jacket. It's a cool looking jacket. And I thought I would take a a shot on it for 7 bucks. I will
1: say... Now this, I mean, this really doesn't help, but if you're looking to do like more, maybe it does as sellers. Um, If you're looking to get a more specified search on eBay, if you put your, like I just typed in, first I typed in LRG jacket. Let's do that, LRG jacket. And I get 58,000 plus results. But if I put LRG in quotes, now I get 922. Right, hmm. so the quotes will make sure that the that they're only giving you the LRG. The I don't know the difference in the what the quotes is doing here because the eh, so you're still getting some large results, but you're that's also what getting. I was going
0: to say, can you see the solds on that? That's and what I'm see doing. What yeah. Comes up, yeah. The yeah. the
1: first one comes up is LRG men's hoodie, large gray, but I think it's an LRG brand. Okay. So whatever, for whatever reason, the brands are coming up. So. The part that sucks about this is that your buyers who are looking for LRG are not going to know to put quotes on it to find it. But as far as looking up uh, solds to get an idea of what you should list yours at, use quotes if it's something that has a generic uh, wording on it. Uh, Specifically, if it's more than one word. I bet if you put in um, LRG, like, what did you say? It's called clothing company? Yeah. I wonder if that brings up like a better result. Um Let's see. Nope, <laughs> zero results. Great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, either way, it, it was just it was uh, frustrating to try and go through it. Sure,
1: it do, it does work on the the active listings. There are, I mean, it's only three. There are three active listings that use LRG Clothing Company. All in. The, so, what quotes means is that it's not searching for any of those words in any order. Quotes mean it's these words in the specific order and the listings that come up because of it. Um Try quotes if you can't. If you have a generic listing like this or something that could come up as a generic results, put some quotes in it and see if you can mess around with it to get a more specified uh, range for your price.
0: Next up, I have yet another shirt, people. We're clothes heavy this I week. I can tell because man. you know, like last year at this point, it was just I didn't have stuff. I'd have three things and they would all cost a dollar ninety nine and would sell for a dollar ninety eight, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so you know clothes can kind of be a little bit boring but i think there's stuff to learn and like learning the different um you know names like this next one all right have you heard of rain spooner before no rain spooner r-e-y-n spooner the way that you think would uh, you would spell spooner uh they make like hawaiian shirts and basically like random all over graphic shirts but they're like on hawaiian style shirts you know Uh, very, usually very expensive shirts. If you see the name Rain Spooner, definitely worth looking into. This one that I found, it said Rain Sports. And so I was like, oh, okay. I would guess that Rain Sports also is a decent brand if Rain Spooner is. This is probably just their division that sells sports stuff. It was also a Chicago Cubs thing. We are here in Chicago. And uh chicago cubs fans would definitely wear something like this yeah, you know to what a i mean like something absolutely yeah cubs of fans course. are like partiers and this is a a party shirt i saw this thing it was 5.99 and i was like i'm buying this just to talk about it and sell this like i was i could sell this if it wasn't a rain sports yeah, shirt absolutely. or whatever yeah. and so i i picked this thing up um there is a sold comp if you're watching on youtube i think it's around 50 bucks but i believe that's for like a an awkward size the ones that i think this one was a medium and i think there's some mediums that are around 30 bucks or so so it's not like the biggest thing in the world but six into 30 this thing is going to sell especially now baseball season is starting uh this was the perfect time to find this item i i have a, a lot of confidence with this and I have no confidence at any other point in my life, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure uh, this was a, a, a good find here. And I am gonna like hike up the price a little bit and see yeah, you know, sure. where it goes from there. Staying in uh, Chicago here, uh, this was just a little find, but I, I thought it was cool. It was a, a like corduroy looking hat, and it just says South Side Irish on it. Um, it was two dollars and 50 cents and it's very vintage looking it is very old yeah. but it's in good shape That's cool. or decent shape or whatever um i think i could get around 20 bucks i think i could get around 15 bucks shipped for this thing so there's not a lot of money in it i just liked it and wanted to put it into my store okay fair. and st patrick's day is coming up so i was hoping someone would be like oh yeah i'll get this thing all right uh, i, make I sure like get it listed I, soon uh that that is my listing actually oh it is okay great yeah yeah so um and then this one here peewee this was a um this was a let's try something out here situation i like that orange hard case what do you think about that <laughs> orange hard case yes
1: i mean i know that, some cases what's the brand that has like really good The pelican yeah that's what this is right oh okay yeah i've heard of pelican cases yeah you, okay. that's fine
0: well, that's something for I guess that we can learn from. I had never heard of Pelican. Oh, okay. Uh, but as I was looking up this case, I saw Pelican, and there was another brand on there. Um, that you know, what this is is just like a hardcore waterproof case. It is orange in color. It's filled with foam. If you look on the on YouTube, that little right picture is how it's opened. And basically, if you have any sort of tool. Whether it's like a mechanic tool or a scanner or something like that, you can put it into this case, and then all the little foam things kind of come out, so you can custom make. Oh, like, I see. On the
1: bottom, you can like pull yeah, out the you, size that you need. I was just thinking you needed to cut the the foam to make it your size, but that's yeah, okay, it's even like.
0: Pull out or whatever, so you can make it custom sized to whatever tool that you need to put into this thing. That's awesome. I I thought they were cool. I was like, I I can at least find a use for this if it's not going to sell. So there was three of them. I purchased them. There was actually more, but there were like really big ones, and I was like, I'm not dealing with the bigger ones. This is just a regular, you know, briefcase size one. Yeah. So I bought three of them at five ninety nine a piece. Uh, I'm hoping to get forty bucks, fifty bucks. I, right I think around that's there. fair. But, yeah. Just, yeah, and and I don't know a ton about ones. them. I'm
1: just going off because I've heard of the brand before, and I don't even know the circumstances that I've heard of. it. It's, yeah. But I, I just know that they're good cases.
0: Um, next up, I'm going to leave you with some shoes, Pee Wee. Okay. So long, and thanks for all the shoes. Uh, first up is these are called G Defy, and I'd never even heard of these or seen them, which is why I looked it up because they they didn't look like they were bad shoes. Um, they're gravity defier women's walking shoes very similar to like sketchers shape uh shape ups okay they're like a little bit like rounded on the bottom yeah or whatever. Yeah, yeah uh paid 6.99 for these things they're in great condition and i should be able to get around 40 bucks for them there's a bunch of sold comps for them and uh and they're just good shoes um and then the last ones these are very interesting bata b-a-t-a i don't know i have no idea sure bata and a lot of the the listings say black mickey mouse bunny boots to me these look like army boots they look like paratrooper boots there's like directions written on the side that are like jump or or whatever um great shape Great condition boots. I looked them up because I'd never heard that brand name B A T A BATA before. Okay, they were twelve ninety nine. Used these things go for about a hundred bucks a pair. Why are they called Mickey Mouse boots?
1: I have no clue, but it's on multiple they, listings. They don't look like I'm looking at a picture of Mickey Mouse right now. They don't look like Mickey Mouse's shoes, and it's not like these were are you branded. Looking at
0: the picture of Mickey Mouse before the boots, though. <laughs>
1: That's right. It's, I just have a poster above my monitor right here. Okay.
0: Uh but yeah, hundred bucks for these That's things. Crazy. They're size nine, which is a great size. What made to you have. look these up? I mean they just look weird. They're boots okay. and they're in great condition. I mean like perfect condition. Uh and you know a random boot name I'm gonna look up every time. Sure. Me too,
1: of course. Give them the boot, Pee-wee. That's all my GST this week. Alright, I've got not a decent amount, but the it's, it's basically two weeks worth because I was ready to do a show last week and we didn't have time to do it. Um, that's why golf got the, got the call. Um, that's, I, like I said, I still don't have a ton. Um, I'll just dive right into it at Goodwill. I found a vintage Kenner, uh, job of the hut. The, this is uh, just a regular, like 1979 slash 81, uh, Star Wars, uh, Jabba the Hut figure. It doesn't go for a ton. Star Wars does not always equal money. It's a, it was a very common figure, uh, but the problem with this guy is that normally his one of his arms is broken off. Uh, in this case, both of his arms are there. So in that, it, just in this condition, even though it's Star Wars, it's not a million bucks. It's uh, even with both arms, it's still only twenty five. Uh, paid about. Two ninety nine for it at Goodwill. So, I honestly I was surprised to see it on the shelf. This was not a yeah. like doors open kind of thing. And I went over there. This was like a random check in the middle of the day. And I went in. and It was just sitting on the shelf. Uh,
0: That's something I would definitely like look, look up. up. Like even me. Did you know who you
1: so, knew who it was just by looking at it?
0: Yeah, yeah. My dog leaves Java the Huts all
1: over oh, the yard. I see. <laughs> I see. Uh, at Goodwill, I don't know if it was the same trip or not. But these are two plush that I picked up. On the right is a who is that Bulbasaur? no squirtle that's a squirtle pokemon build a bear any pokemon build a bear i will look up i don't normally look up a ton of pokemon plush unless it's like an uncommon character like not a pikachu or a charizard i would look up that's the red like dragon guy um i see a lot of like bulbasaurs that's like the turtle looking guy but if they look like they're in good quality and have a lot of details definitely look them up if they're build a bear look them up as well um the one on the left is, I didn't have to pay, the Build-A-Bear, I'm sorry, I bought it for a dollar, um, both these I bought for a dollar, and the Build-A-Bear it goes for about 25 and I'll bring him to the video game convention I have in a few weeks. On the left is one I probably could have left, I just liked him, and he had his original tag. This is either Chip or Dale, do you know which one this is?
0: No, I'm very bad at that, but okay. I think I used to have this. Oh, really? <laughs> That's
1: amazing. Yeah. Um, so the, this is a Chip Ordale. Uh, it's a hand puppet. It's not a. Uh, it's not an actual plush. It's just a regular puppet. Um, the. I, like I said, I paid a dollar for it. He's worth about fifteen plus shipping. Really, what I liked about him is that he had the tag. This tag, this applause tag here, that has the. the it's blue and has like two hands basically clapping on them um that just shouted nostalgia to me like i remember getting a ton of stuff when i was a kid that had that tag so when i saw that and i saw that the that it was kind of worth something that 15 bucks um i was going to pick it up but i don't know this is something that also my my kid is getting into puppets, puppet so this might just go to him uh next two are tchotch this is a what is this called barefoots this is a it's a bear like like figurine he's on a snowboard wiping out yeah i thought it was cool i just looked it up on the bottom it had all the details you need it had the brand which was barefoot's b-e-a-r um and then it had like a specific name for i don't remember what it is it was like bertrude or something it was just the name of the bear it wasn't like snowboarding bear but it was like they gave this bear a specific name so i just looked that up and it it popped right up this guy's worth about thirty dollars shipped i paid one ninety nine for it so it was a no-brainer do your goodwills put a
0: price sticker over the information Dude, all needed? the time it's the worst it's it's yeah. the worst to the point where like i now tear it off in front of employees <laughs> i just hold it up tear it off and then i leave it on the shelf i don't even look at the information. right because how are you supposed to look
1: it up if, you, if it's being yeah. covered and then on top of that like you want to pull it off slowly because even if it does come off you don't want it to pull off any of the paint that it, that yeah. it was on yeah it's a pain um they really need. to they don't care i was gonna say they need to figure that out they don't they don't care
0: i was gonna say they need to help us out right, in exactly. this situation
1: uh the only tchotchke aisle item like this isn't really tchotchke Isle, this was glass cup aisle i always look down the glass cup aisle for specifically for a super mario brothers 2 cup that i know is worth 30 dollars. i've only found it once and i kept it <laughs> um that's my favorite odd fact about you. It's <laughs> my highest-rated Reddit post of all time. It's <laughs> it's a picture of the cup, and it's the title of it is just um, "I spent." I went to Goodwill every day for three and a half years, and I finally found the cup I was looking for. Wow. Um, and they, all every comment is just like that. You can find this cup for twenty-five dollars on eBay. Why did you spend three <laughs> years of your life doing this? Um, this is not a Mario cup that I picked up, but I found it while looking for it. This is a vintage. I believe it's 1985, it says Go For It 85 on it, and it has like an older looking picture of Pac-Man chasing a ghost. This, I believe, is before like the big Pac-Man boom. Uh, In the late 80s, mid to late 80s, there was a Pac-Man boom where Pac-Man had a TV show, he had the video games, he had a record, he had all sorts of stuff, he had tons and tons of merchandise, there's mirrors, there's t-shirts, there's hats, there's all sorts of Pac-Man stuff, but all of those Pac-Man items are branded with like a more lively pac-man He's a lot more like personality his face is a lot more like detailed and it's just a lot more fun than a this one which is a circle with a pie piece cut out with eyes that are the same thing just reversed um they when they realized there was money and they put a lot more effort into the design this being one of the earlier ones i believe this is rarer i was i was not able to find any sold listings i found a one active listing with a bad title uh that was uh, listed at 25 dollars so at $3, they wanted $2.99 for this thing. I, I would pick it up, and uh, I'll probably bring this to the video game convention. Although Pac-Man stuff, because there's so much of it from the mid-80s, it, Pac-Man stuff really does not sell that well at video game conventions. So the best place for this may actually be eBay. I just I haven't decided what I'm doing with it yet. And my last uh, pickup was a Hatch Tar special. I uh, reached out to... Ha- I've had a pile of Hatch Hatchtars. Hatch is my... my toy guy, if you're a new listener, Um, when I get a big lot of toys, which has like figures and accessories and whatever, uh, it takes a long time to match up the figures and the accessories and like get them ready for eBay. So I've got a guy who's local to me. I just kind of stumbled into him and uh, he likes to organize stuff. And so we've got a deal where I can just drop off bins with him And he will go through it, it'll take him a couple weeks, and he will bag everything up for me and label everything appropriately, and then in a couple weeks I come back and pick everything up, and then it's ready to go for eBay. And the payment for his work that he puts into that isn't cash, instead he just likes to be paid in toys. So some of the toys that he organizes for me, he just puts a pile to the side and says, hey, do you mind if I keep this stuff? Um, And he's just a collector. Like some of the stuff he wants is expensive. Some of the stuff he wants isn't expensive. It's just, it's, it's, and either way, it doesn't really matter to me because he's doing a ton of work for me that's saving me a bunch of money. Um, This wasn't that specifically. This was um, the other side of it is that I have a lot of, I'm always at Target and I'm always at Walmart. And because I have all this time that I'm spending at these stores, I run into like new drops of new toys, like modern toys that I don't really collect, but I know that Hatch does. And so what I will do is I will I will message Hatch when the the stores get new product, and then I will buy it and I will just you know put it on my tab. I will then uh, take all those items, put them in a pile in the basement, and eventually, as he is collecting stuff at his place, um, he's kind of doing the same thing I am, and he just has a very large collection. and He just goes through it every now and then. He will send me pictures and just message me, "Hey, are you interested in this?" and Uh, Sometimes I'll say yes, sometimes I'll say no. And then eventually when my pile is big enough, I will head over to his place and we will work out some sort of trade for the modern stuff in exchange for the stuff that I can actually use to put on eBay. Um, I've talked about it before. I don't like putting modern toys on eBay. I I think it's a waste of time that takes too much babysitting. Uh, But this is stuff that Hatch wants to collect. So I have no problem helping him out. And then he helps me out at the same time. And for the most part, I do come out on top in these trades. Uh, He understands that. But at the same time, I'm not ripping him off by any means. Um, so here's the stuff I got the, this trade in general is everything that I got. I had to, I'll show you what I traded him in a moment. I had to trade him a pile of stuff plus $40 cash to make it even. He didn't want the cash, but I forced him to make the cash because it was too much in my favor. Um, just a breakdown of what some of this stuff is. This is a set of four Popeye figures new in the box. It's made by five points. Um, this set goes for about $45. It's a cool set. It's just articulated figures of a Popeye olive oil Bluto, and who's the hamburger guy do you know you a popeye uh, guy do you know
0: no i know that he's like i'll gladly pay yes, you tomorrow yes. for a hamburger Dude, what today. is that guy's name? all right if you know that guy's I name i say that know. twice a week to my wife
1: <laughs> she's like i don't charge you for hamburgers <laughs> please stop quoting popeye to me um i also got a couple books from him the uh, 1977 comic art convention. This was an art book that was uh, sold at a comic convention back in the 70s. Uh, it only goes for about 20 bucks, So, I mean, it wasn't a killer. Um, the other one, it was a G.I. Joe coloring and activity book, which goes for about 15 bucks. Uh, the cool part about the coloring book is that only one page is colored or written on. Everything else in there is brand new. At the top... Um, The two figures on the outside I don't have prices next to because I literally don't know what they are. I just put them in my pile because I thought they looked cool. Uh, The guy in the middle, Hatch, had to explain to me what it was. Um, Some of the first superheroes' figures were Secret Wars, which is just a name of an event that happened in the comic books. Um, And this is a Spider-Man figure. But it's a black and white version of that Spider-Man figure. It kind of it looks a lot like Venom. It's not Venom. Uh, this black and white version of Spider-Man. I don't know if he has a, like an official name, but it's a vintage, like 1984 black Spider-Man figure. And this figure specifically goes for about 30, 35 bucks. Um, so that was you know one of the figures that I can do something with. Um, this was another random thing new in the box. This is a newer toy, but I can still sell it. It's worth about 30, 40 bucks shipped. Uh, it's a G.I. Joe Cobra B-A-T figure. Um, this is the, some sort of cyborg, I don't know, it's it's a bigger figure, this thing is like 12 inches big, made by Super 7, that, like I said, 30, 40 bucks, um, here's a cool one, these are small, they almost look like Lego figures, they're like an inch and a half big, and they're the four Ninja Turtles, um, these are, they're not Legos, they are, what are they called, Mega Constructs. And they're just the figures the weapons and accessories and then the stands the stands have each one of their names on it and the cool thing about these is that they are they're not the like blue orange um purple and red turtles uh they're the comic versions the mirage comic turtles. so all every you probably don't know this but like originally the turtles didn't have different colors they were all uh, they all had red bandanas and the only way you could tell them apart was by their weapons um, for the cartoon, they realize that that's too difficult. Let's just make it easier. Let's just color code these guys and just add different colors to them. Um, there's no... I, I got a Ninja Turtles
0: fact for you. So, Give me. Did you know Gallagher, the guy who smashed watermelons? <laughs> there's only one, yeah. Uh, there's actually two. That's another okay, story I know for that's another okay. That's fine.
1: But still, also a watermelon guy, but go ahead.
0: He, he like, <laughs> created Ninja Turtles what and then like somebody like uh screwed him in a deal and uh didn't pay him or something like like that that look it up i just I will. look up gallagher the, the, ninja Turtles. the
1: origin of the ninja trolls is very well documented I, i've never heard of gallagher being involved but okay i will find it.
0: out and i will
1: in the, in our 200th episode i'll do the 200th episode spectacular i would love that uh, these go for I, I there's no sold listings for the figures out of the package in the package these things go for about i think like 40 to 50 bucks if you still have them in the package there's one listed loose that's complete um that is listed at 30 bucks plus shipping so I've got all four here I I mean conservatively put these at 190 to 100 bucks and I'd be good to go. Um, this is my favorite part of the pickup this these are, what are the 10 battle beasts. Um, one is missing an arm one has a, the wrong arm um, but still I love battle beasts. Um, I'm not selling these these are the ones I'm keeping or these are just what I'm keeping from this pickup uh, but if value wise these are probably worth about 10 bucks a piece for the the eight good ones. Um, I lo- Did you have Battle Beasts when you were a kid? Do you know what these are?
0: No, no, they look cool, but... Yeah, they're just little,
1: like, they're... here. Here's I literally have all these sitting on my desk. They're this big. <laughs> they have a little... In the middle, they have a black square. And, they, I mean, these were a toy from, like, the late 80s. And they were, in the 80s, like, holograms and that kind of thing, like, that kind of technology was very new. So, like, every toy had a hologram. Visionaries have have to holograms. These guys have holograms. There's a couple other ones that have holograms. This hologram is heat activated, so you press on the stomach. It doesn't work anymore. And then when you take your finger away, the heat from your finger heated up the hologram to expose what it showed, and it would either show, I think the three were fire, water, or wind, like a little symbol that, that showed that, and then depending on which one you had you were fighting another guy water beat the fire fire oh wood wow. it wasn't it wasn't air it was wood so uh, the wood beat water cuz it floats it's like rock paper scissors with, with yeah. fire water and wood um, but we didn't do we, uh, the kids didn't care about that part those the, the stickers the hologram stickers would come off all the time it's the, it's just about the figures so this was a huge nostalgia pickup for me Um, and then I like that someone just went through all that trouble to like come up with this story of these things
0: and then, and then they're like, ah, they fall off. They don't care. They don't
1: care. Um, and then here's what I traded him. Uh, again, this is all newer stuff. There's a Ninja Turtle two pack from NECA that's worth about. Okay. So the, what I did is I put the eBay values on here. The eBay values are not what I paid. Um, in some cases I paid more. In some cases I paid less just because the value on eBay has gone up or down, uh, since these have released. Like this giant Donatello. Uh, the this they this is a 2023 figure uh, on the the top of the screen, but this it's based off of a figure from 1989 that was the same size. They re-released these giant turtles. Um, I paid 25 dollars for that. Now it's going for 40. So like if I have 40 plus shipping, so if I wanted to sell this for 50, I could have, um, but I wanted to, you know, Hatch told me he wanted to, that he was interested in it. So I hung on for him. Um, there's a orange dinosaur figure that goes for about 20 bucks shipped. That NECA set goes for about 82. Uh, that one's actually gone up. I picked it up when it was like 55. And then there's a GI Joe figure, which I probably paid 20 or 25, which is what it's worth. Um, so the like I said, I'm coming out ahead in this trade. Um, the Keep in mind, I did pay the cash, the $40 on top, so it's not as in my favor as it could have been. Um, but the either way, there's definitely money to be made here. I'm helping out a friend. I'm helping out a guy that helps me out a ton. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great relationship between me and Hatch. That is all I have for GST.
0: And that means it's time for the flip or bump of the week. This is either our favorite thing that we sold or maybe something that uh, we messed up that we we had to learn a hard lesson from. Um, I don't have a ton of sales this week. I did sell a bunch of like small junk that I've been hoping to get rid of, cool. like that Rastafarian hat, um, some ornaments, some replacement parts for an electric kettle, that little Fuji disposable camera, if you remember. Um, a, a remote that I talked about last week that came from a busted VCR that I had purchased, sold for 25 bucks. Oh, right. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Um, but my... Uh, this week for me is a bump, and I'm just going to put it as my February. Uh, wow. I only listed 75 items. Okay, And we you know my goal is 100. That's still that's uh, good
1: for 2022, Sasha. You know yeah, I mean?
0: and and I'm still up because I did 140 in the in nice okay uh, January. So I'm still up a little bit, but I can tell the motivation waned a little bit, especially like middle of February. Mm-hmm. It started picking up a little bit towards the end, but. Uh, I definitely took a couple of lazy weeks. And uh, and so that's my bump of the week. I got to get back into it for March here. Cool.
1: What do you got? Uh, Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles and something we've been talking about for a long time on here. Um, I sold this plush of Krang. This was, okay, this is tying everything together. I got this in a trade from Hatchtar. <laughs> uh, the, now, when I got it, I didn't know what it was worth. It's a Krang Android body. It looks like a WWF wrestling buddy. It's like a stuffed animal plush, um, but it's Krang from Ninja Turtles. And this was a custom—not custom, but like it wasn't officially released by like in a, a big brand or anything. This, I believe, this was created by a toy store. I think that's the research that I figured out on it. Um, and there weren't many of these made. There's only—I think there was only like a hundred or 150 of these produced. And they were selling at the time. They sold them in their store for like 50 bucks but it's a limited item. So, okay, what, what is it actually worth? I just took it. The, this is the strategy that I have on this stuff when there's no other, you know, instance on eBay, both in active listings and sold listings. Well, name your price. I think I started this thing at like 220 and then just slowly decreased it by 6%. I've had it listed for a while and it just sold this week for 195.
0: Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, um, I remember when you listed the thing and I was like, yeah, you're aiming high on this one. Not that I know anything about it, yeah. but like it felt high. And then when I saw that this sold, I was like, look at this 200 bucks yeah. for this thing. That's
1: awesome. It works, man. It, it's not always. I mean, I, I still have a jazz musician listed I was for like $1,700. ask $1, you, how much for the jazz uh, statue? Uh, it's, I, I haven't, I haven't even had the time to like lower my prices lately. It's, it's still the same price it was. It's been a mess. Okay. It's going to be a jazz boom. and then Fingers it, crossed. Yeah, And now
0: it's time for Well, 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 What Do We Have Here? This is when I pick something from PeeWee's store. He picks something from mine. and We ask questions. But PeeWee, I don't know if I missed this before. You, you just sold a lot of 14 vintage Pokemon VHS tapes, Mr. Media over there, for 50 bucks plus shipping. Is this a new listing or something that's been sitting a very long time that I forgot you had? No, it's a new listing. It's It's okay. an
1: item that's been sitting for a long time in my basement. And I just, because okay. there's so many of them, I was just dreading listing them because you have to take individual pictures of everything. You should see how many pictures. I think I have for this listing, like of the 24 available, I think I use like 22 of the pictures. Um, yeah. And it's just, I it was, it was just one of those things that I just kept putting off, putting off, putting off. I had it listed for more. I think I had it for 59.99, Um, but it's media. I had it 59.99 and I left shipping on. It should have been shipping off. Somebody messaged me and said, would you do 50 even plus shipping? And it's basically the same thing what I was expecting to get out of it.
0: Yeah, that's a great.
1: Yeah, I was thrilled by that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for you, I don't know what these types of calendars are. I just bought one. The I've had that um, Nightmare Before Christmas version of these type of calendars. I don't think I, I don't know if you've talked about yours. This is the ones that have like the two blocks, and they have different numbers on each one. There's a block for the the month. Um, just a different way to keep track of calendar or uh, perpetual perpetual maybe. Yeah, is yeah. I was going to say it
0: to make me sound smart. Oh, but, sorry. Stole your thunder. Uh, where
1: did this come from? Have you had this for a while?
0: um i got it recently and i i overpaid for it i paid five bucks for this thing uh, just thinking it was cool and if not to give it to um my mother-in-law because she is a fan of what is this like maxine or something what's the yeah name? it's
1: the old lady who's on like the the hallmark cards and yeah maxine yeah, that is her name yeah
0: it's like a cool per- perpetual calendar it's wooden um I overpaid for it. I'm just hoping to eventually sell it, and at least somebody will be happy to have it, and I will be happy to get rid of All it. All right, good enough. And that's it for the show. You want to get a hold of this podcast, you email us, podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at flipsandbumps, and most importantly, just listen. New episodes drop every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com, or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube. YouTube.com slash at podcast takes you to our channel. Make sure you subscribe. pee Say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. I
1: feel like I don't like this end listing and sell similar. I was doing that while you were doing your GST. You got distracted. Um, the but you have to remember. Not only do you have to end your listings. So like for me, it's ten. You end all those. Then you go into your ended listings. Select all. Then you go to sell similar. You, you you select all there. Uh, hit sell uh, similar. You can it brings up the table to relist them all. The step you need to remember is that after that, you have to go back into your end listings and delete them all because they've already been activated. New ones have been activated. I just went in there and it was like, I already have 10. When I deactivated the, the 10 today, I went into my ended listings. Now I had 20. So I had to sit here and figure out which 10 were the, of the active ones that had already relisted and which ones I had. So if you're doing that, this is why I didn't want to do this in the first place. I knew it was going to get too confusing. This is only the third time I've done it and I've already almost screwed myself. I don't like this. I've had no problems doing it the one time that I did it. (laughs) Great. Listen
0: to Strike Anywhere. See you next week. Flip that target.